Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three, myself, she is Tam, and our man, Front Row Kitty. What do you say, guys? Hey, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. What's up, y'all? I know. It has been forever, but yeah. I almost forgot your names. I had to write them down before we started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's on this show? Oh, okay, right on. <laughs> It has been forever, but the reality is, is that I commend people who are still talking NASCAR every day on their little podcasts and on yep. their YouTubes and the race hooks and all that stuff. But to be quite honest, I don't want to be like those people who been talking about the Michael Jordan last dance documentary all week on the sports program. Like they done stretched it out. <laughs> so it's like, the episodes drop on Sunday and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They still talking about it. Like I don't feel like there's enough NASCAR news going on for us to do the podcast each week. And granted, our style is a little bit different than most people who do NASCAR podcasts. But, you know, and we only talk about Cup and not that there's much going on with Xfinity or Truck either but yeah I, what am, what are we gonna talk about each week some damn i racing negative not not on my watch at least yeah <laughs> i agree kenny is the young guy the young generation maybe he wants to talk about some make-believe racing on some video <laughs> game but i don't really have much conversation about it i've watched the last i don't even know if it was the last half of talladega it was okay. I mean, what makes it entertaining, to be honest, is the commentary. And it was a little bit of on-track action, as well as the actual footage from the guys. You know, I, I think, who was that? Was it Ty Dillon who was racing with no shoes on? Somebody had no shoes on. And I was like, ooh. No, you got no, you to do it with no shoes. You got to do it with socks on. You, you just need socks. It's a, it's a weird thing with, like, with, um... Like when you're racing on iRacing or like any type of sim racing, I can't race with shoes on. I just can't. I have to just have socks on the race. It it just feels weird with shoes on. Okay, well you educated me and Renee because I'm sure Renee didn't know that either. I certainly didn't know that at all. <laughs> and yeah, it's a very com. It's a very very common practice for like most people. If you don't have like a a setup like Denny Hamlin, who I think needs a new computer besides a forty thousand dollar rig, but you know. People like myself and anybody else that, you know, I races, most people were probably going to be wearing socks when they race. So they have specific socks that they have for, I think there's a brand out there that actually makes socks for gamers, if I'm not mistaken, which is crazy. Okay. Well, we learn something new every day and at least every other week on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else has been going on? We have some NASCAR news because actually something happened. Some, some stuff went down. This week. But before we jump into some NASCAR talk, I'll tell you guys what I've been doing. Renee will jump in if he wants, and Kenny will jump in and tell you what he's been doing. So for me, I've been enjoying the time off to the point where I'm almost, I feel like I may not be able to ever go back out in the real world. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, I didn't feel that great when I did make a food run, but 
real talk, I haven't been to the grocery store in a month. This weekend, I'm due for a food run. I am, as you guys know, beyond practicing social distancing. I'm practicing stay the F at the house. But yeah, I'm going to venture out into the wilderness this weekend, which is going to be crazy because I actually watched this movie called Rain. It's a Netflix series. And these young kids, they were in like a shelter. Their parents, well, the dad did something. He was a scientist and he had them in this underground bunker. And they stayed in the underground bunker for about five or six years. And when they finally came out, of course, it wasn't great. And they got caught up in some BS. I kept thinking to myself like, yeah, why am I going out? But that's a whole nother story. And what else have I been up to? Oh, I launched another podcast. It is called Sincerely Her. It is available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and I am working on getting it uploaded to iHeart as well as Pandora. If you want some inspiration, and I promise, because you guys know I'm long-winded, if you listen to this podcast once, you're <laughs> like, dang, she talk a lot. But believe it or not, on my new podcast, the Sincerely Her podcast, I only talk for two or three minutes because basically I read an inspirational note every day and it only takes me a minute and a half, max three minutes. So make sure you check it out. And that's the update from Tam. Thank you very much. <laughs> there it is. Let's see. Uh, the update from uh, Renee's cabin over here is uh, really not much uh, to uh, update, really, other other than just doing what I've normally been doing, guys. Keeping myself busy working uh, at the hospitals between the VA and some of the other small little hospitals that I go to and work at. Other than that, on the weekends when I'm off, I pretty much sit around and get caught up on TV shows. And then in the evening times, I get on... Uh, uh, Zoom and uh, or and or FaceTime. I have these rave raveathon Zoom chats that I get on, and it's uh, just me and some friends that I I would always go to these raves with, and we just sit there and we watch these these live streams of DJs, and it, it sounds crazy, but it's so much fun. And we're we're at our own houses, we're not like at somebody's house all packed in, and we're totally keeping social distance. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and and pretty much that's it. I mean, that it sounds crazy, but like Tam always says. You know, if I can't go out and party, I'll I'll just bring the party to me. <laughs> Renee, question. Have you done any live comedy specials on the Zoom? Well, I haven't done any live comedy sets, but uh, there are some comedians that they uh, sometimes will go live on Instagram. And uh, we, we have these live comedy like chit chats where we, we just talk about, you know, what we've been doing to keep the time passed and keep our sanity through this whole quarantine lockdown and just things that we've been doing. Uh, and actually, as a matter of fact, I did get a, a, a submission for an audition that I have to self-tape this week. So I'll probably be doing that this week, finding time to go over lines and uh, do a self-tape audition and, and send it in. Keep us posted if you yeah, decide to do will. a live comedy set. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Kenny, how about you? All right. So for me, I tell you one thing I definitely have been doing, just like we mentioned before, talking about the pretend racing, but doing a lot of that um, in my own free time. Also, since I I guess it's with the previous episode of this podcast, y'all don't really know that that much about me. But before this whole idea of sports media and anything pertaining to it was was a thing. I wanted to be a pilot or air traffic controller. So that was like my big thing. So what I've been doing as well, I've also been doing a little bit of flight simulation because I like planes, of course, you know, flying small planes, big jets and all that. Still know how to do it. Right so on. that's been like 
Yeah, so you know that's been keeping up with my time. It's kind of cool because it takes a while to get everything going, but once you do, it's real fun. And I like flying, so it's a real relaxing thing. It's the most re- oddly relaxing hobby I have. I got to say that, but also been cooking a ton since y'all also probably don't know as well. I love cooking. I at least I fell in love with cooking ever since I moved. So with all this going on, you know, don't want to go out to eat. So that being said, what are you going to do? You're probably going to cook. Probably going to cook at least a big portion. Are you going to probably cook the best meals or even experiment, which I've done a little bit here and there. So oh, wow. it's pretty much what I've been doing. And of course, just like you, Renee, as well, you, Tam, as well. You, Tam always sends me lives anyway of um, DJs. Some of my friends that I went to school with in college were DJs. And so they've been doing their own thing for the last month and a half. So sometimes on a Wednesday, we got like some one dude has done like a wine Wednesday or whatever. DJ yeah. had R and B and all that going. So, you know, it was cool. So it's cool to see stuff like that happening. I think that's a, a cool thing and I'm glad we actually do have is all this technology. Cause I can't imagine without what we do have now, what this would be like. It's it's pretty crazy. Oh my God. But I can't even imagine I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if this happened, let's just say in nineteen ninety five. Let's just say it happened in even in two thousand. I'm not even Man. sure how this this world would be. Able I don't know. Because it. it's crazy. No, it's crazy because I'm like, well, if we talking way back, a little bit farther back in the day, like I'm a gamer. So I like playing games with my friends. And back in the day was you, you can bring the PS2 controller, you bring your PS2, you go or PlayStation, Xbox, whatever it was, you go to the house and go play. Yep. Thank God we got online now so we can still do that with no problems. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think that's really just about all I've really been doing. So it's been a weirdly relaxing time. Well, to put it all in perspective, Twitter is only 10 years old. I think maybe it's 11 years now. So that would actually take us back to 2010. And Kenny, I remember us having a conversation. I don't know if it was text messaging or what, but you asked me about Y2K, which clearly was way, what Y2K was 1999, right? Yep. Going into yeah, the year 2000. So we've come a long way in terms of technology, but you guys are both right. I could not imagine. Well, maybe we would be okay because life, think about like Renee, when you were a kid or when I was a kid, we didn't have all this. We played outside. I guess it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's great and it's bad at the same time because we are attached and used to a bunch of things now that didn't exist way back when. Right. So, I mean, it's a tough call either way, however you slice it up. I think the older you are, depending on what type of lifestyle you have, you may be okay being in the house. Yeah. Yeah, But if you're an older person with an active lifestyle, maybe not. Who knows? (laughs) Like like me. Exactly. Kenny, one last thing I was going to say, you're making your mom proud that you're cooking. She's like, oh, my baby's oh. cooking. And you're cooking more than rice. Well, I was going to say rice and and then I remembered. Kenny probably oh, yeah. has no idea what rice and is. No, but I, I do. I tell you what, I do you're actually. cooking that much, you ain't never going to get rid of that girlfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Has she been over? Are you guys social distancing? She's sitting on one end of the couch nah, but- and you on the other. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a little while, actually. Uh-oh. She's doing good. She's doing good. Though. Okay. Everybody, everybody's doing good. And you are right about the cooking thing. That is true. <laughs> I'm sure that has. I'm sure that has played a role. But hey, I like cooking though. I, I look. I, I enjoy good food. You know, just as much as the next person. And same thing with her. She loves food. So 
You know, it goes hand in hand, but you know, it's all good. Okay, well, now that we've taken you through Y2K, Kenny's Chef Boyle D days, I don't know, however you say it. <laughs> Chef, how is it Chef Boy RD? Right. That's Here before Kenny's time as well. That's before Kenny's time as well. But I know some of our listeners can relate to some of my references, whether it's rice aroni or Top Ramen. <laughs> well, actually, no, Top Ramen is still around. I have one. Okay, we're going to jump into some NASCAR talk, but I do have something really funny to say. So my friend's daughter, she has my birthday as well as my friend's birthday. So we all have the same birthday. And she's addicted to TikTok. She's 10 years old. Like she had a nervous breakdown because her TikTok got deleted. So my friend showed me her TikTok and she was basically in the kitchen. Now, mind you, she's 10 and... My friend's kids aren't, they're very much, they're age appropriate, but she's in the kitchen and she dancing and she, you know, she was boiling some water and I was like, wait, you let her cook? And she was like, she don't really know what she's doing. So I was <laughs> like, okay. She was like, you know, they know how to like make little stuff. And I was like, dang, Top Ramen is still around. I didn't even know they still sold it, but she opened up oh, some yeah. Top Ramen. She put it in. She dancing on the TikTok and carrying on. So she has the noodles in with the water boiling and everything is fun and cute. And then she takes the packet and she just dumps the packet in the hot water. What? <laughs> she didn't open it. And I was like, she ain't open no, it? No, because she don't know what she's doing. She 10. She's doing it for the TikTok. Oh my goodness. I laugh so hard. Every time I think about it, I continue to laugh. And I told my friend, I say, why you let her go out like that on the TikTok? She was like, she 10. I was like, but some other 10-year-old, no, she don't put the packet in the water. And then she took the spoon and stirred it up. And I was like, what? Well, she really thought she was she was gourmet. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, anyway, let's jump into some NASCAR talk. Since we've been on the podcast last, we had Talladega, which, of course, your boy, our boy, Alex Bowman, won his first iRacing race. And before that, William Byron won, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Talladega saw some action in the last couple of laps. It actually went into overtime, which was pretty pretty neat to, to see. Still, again, not the real Talladega, but from what I saw and what I watched, it was interesting, especially listening to the commentators pretend, if that makes sense. And, oh, Denny Hamlin's daughter, Taylor, bless her heart, accidentally cut the game off. I thought that was hilarious. Man, that was rough. <laughs> He was like, what happened? And she was like, "Uh uh-oh. But yeah. (laughs) So I guess the big news is the fact that, well, actually, it's two big things. One, Ryan Newman is coming back whenever we return to racing. As you all know, Ryan Newman was in that horrific accident. It seems like the accident was last year, but reality, it was only two months ago. Wow, this whole quarantine thing. I don't know. Are we officially quarantined? Are we just social distancing? I don't know what we're doing. I know we're having a pandemic. Yeah, I think I think some people are doing half and some people are doing the other half. I, I don't know. It just it still seems like a free for all for some of these people. <laughs> well, whatever the hell's going on, it's crazy that time is moving fast. At least I think time is moving fast, but it's moving slow at the same token. Shoot, May right around the corner once you think about it. It ain't far It's enough. actually not around the corner. It's this week. Yeah. Is it this week? Oh, my yeah. God. Exactly. Yeah, and then I guess the big news is the quiet assassin, Matt Kenseth, is back. 
And nobody saw this one coming, but he's in the number 42 car. He's going to be replacing Kyle Larson. We already know what happened to Kyle. No need to talk about it. If you want to hear our thoughts, you can listen to... Actually, that was the last episode we did two weeks ago. Yeah, sure was. If you're interested in what we had to say about what went down with Kyle Larson, check it out. It is available. I think that was episode 157, if I'm not mistaken. I certainly didn't see this coming. I'll be honest with you guys. Nobody saw it coming, but it almost didn't happen because apparently, according to some reports, I read a few things from a few people that are in the industry. Apparently, Chip Ganaski was wanting to talk to your boy, uncle, cousin, Carl Edwards, about getting into the number 42 car, but he declined after he thought about it, according to what the people are saying out there. So yeah, so now we have Matt Kenseth in the 42. What do you guys think about it? I love it. I think it's a good move, uh, Kenny. You got a name that everybody knows. Uh, and, and when this sport comes back, they're going to need something to, to get everybody back on the same level of energy to want NASCAR back, especially after, you know, the whole Larson thing. It's a good name. Kenseth has been around a long time. He's got a, he still has a lot of fans. I think it's the right move. I, I like it. I like it. What do you, what do you say, Kenny? Yeah, I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty big move. Uh, one definitely was shocking. Not, I don't think there's many people, if that, unless you had the inside, inside information that you could even have guessed that was going to happen. But certainly a good move um, on behalf of Ganassi. I think, I know Chastain moving up immediately seems like the, you know, the typical ladder is what most people thought was going to happen. But I think having Kenseth in there is probably a good thing for him as well, because that'll give Ross time whenever, Lord knows when we go back. That'll give Ross time to finish out a colleague race in the Xfinity, finish out his season, continue to work with his racecraft over time, which is going to be good for him in the long run. Then you've got Matt Kenseth, who obviously is brand friendly. People know the name. It's a real big enough name that's going to shake some headlines like it did today. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Adam Stern said he was shocked by that, which is, which is, should say it all right then and there. If he's the one that's always getting the information, but yeah, I think he's going to be fine though. Um, rolling into next seat, rolling into the rest of this season, so to speak. I think he'll be pretty decent starting out. And then I think as time moves along throughout the season, he'll end up getting, mo- getting better than what he is. Cause I mean, he's been out of car for a year. So I do, I don't expect him to automatically go crack all five wins or something of that nature. I think maybe a win is definitely possible. It's a much better situation than he was last time when he hopped in a six at Roush. So it's a cool move. I'm, I'm happy. An absolute underrated champion is coming back, so that's pretty cool. Well, technically, when you think about it, the playing field is almost even for the season for the fact that we've had, what, three races? Real races. How many? Three? Four? I think four. Well, we got four. four. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we got yeah. four. Yeah, so I feel like there's a hope and a chance. Now, the real question is whether or not if he wins, he'll be eligible for the playoffs. Yeah, I think this is one people probably won't complain about. This won't be like when we got Gordon in the playoffs as an extra driver or the chase at the time because of something else happening. Spingate, if you guys don't know, but. Yeah, somebody talked about that, I think, this weekend, the whole thing with Clint Boyer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was a huge thing. I mean, that almost, again, probably said this in a previous episode, but that damn near cost him his ride, like, all together in in NASCAR. That that almost completely X'd him out the sport, which is crazy. Yeah, he just recovered. I feel like he really, just recovered honestly. probably in the last two years because NASCAR I, I wasn't agree. messing with him. It was like he didn't exist at one point. 
And then, you know, you can't keep a personality like Clint down. And to be quite honest, I felt like NASCAR needed to let him shine. So they eventually started to bring him back. But shoot, Clint, after that, he might as well have been somebody driving, what, like the number 98. I'm just throwing car numbers out there. <laughs> car numbers that nobody would yeah, know who's right, in. Exactly. You, guys you know what's point. funny? About the 98, that you say the 98. You know, that was actually one of the first cars Matt Kenseth actually drove for. He he drove for Bill Elliott as a replacement driver. I think it was at Dover. And he was in, I think, either the 98 or the 94, if I'm not mistaken. One or the other. It was a not in the 90s. But that's kind of crazy. Either way, and the again, point was made, though, Tim. <laughs> exactly. <boom. laughs> and he's in a Chevy for the first time in a long time, which is crazy. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited. I posted to our social one of these drivers are coming back. And of course, I posted a black and white photo of Uncle Cousin Carl Edwards and Matt Kenseth and our boy Greg Biffle. Woo! The Biff. Man, I'd be something if he oh, made man, it. Can you imagine? I was, just, I was just thinking that in my head. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, and just one side note. Somebody was like, why do you call him Uncle Cousin Carl Edwards? I was like, because one of us. On this podcast, calls him Cousin Carl, and one of us calls him Uncle Carl. So there you have it. Uncle Cousin Carl Edwards. I mean, it's just as simple as that. (laughs) If you listen to the podcast, you'll know. And that's what I told them, because I don't (laughs) think they were a listener. (laughs) And we call Matt Kenseth the quiet assassin, because Matt does... First of all, Matt has that dry sense of humor, and... Okay, so I know I'm going to, look, I got excited. Just the thought. I'm cutting myself off. I'm not even going to finish that whole conversation I was about to go down. <laughs> can we get Joey Logano and Matt Kenseth? Can that happen? Can we have a little ruckus? No? Nah, they, nah, they done. Yeah. That, that was a done. But nobody's ever yeah. done with Joey Logano. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they squashed it. It was like four, crazy. It was like four years ago now, four or five years ago. I don't care. It's just like Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. (laughs) There's still beef. And, oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure everybody, if you're a sports fan, you should probably know. But there's this little special on ESPN called The Last Dance, and it's 10 episodes. And each Sunday they play two episodes, and it's all about Jordan. Well, Tech, I feel like this past Sunday, shoot, it was all about Dennis Rodman and Phil Jackson, which was good. I wanted to hear more of those Phil Jackson stories, especially when he was coaching in Puerto Rico. The people cut the pig open and put the pig's blood on the bench of the opposing team. What in the... Voodoo magic is going on in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Nah, that series is wild, but it's golden. I love yes, it. Yes, and Dennis Rodman was like, I need 48 hours in Vegas. And I, the first person came to mind was Renee Garcia. <laughs> yeah, and what I thought was so... And you know, I'm not even going to disagree. Because when that, that whole conversation was playing out, I was thinking to myself, I'll go, man. I was like, if they could just give me just 48 hours in Vegas. I'll take 24 hours in Vegas. <laughs> Just Shoot, uh, 48 hours with Dennis oh, in Las Vegas. Yeah, you ain't, that, you see, ain't coming then, back. Now that's another level. <laughs> and I totally, I totally. You ain't coming back. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally understood Jordan's position. He's like, man, you give, you give him anything. We, we mean, we're not going to see him. We're, he's not coming back. You know that. Oh, man. I was like, whew. Well, I've done a bunch of, I've done, you know what's so crazy? I don't think much of it now, but I just had a flashback to when I was younger and some guy friends of mine, they liked to gamble and they would call me at like seven o'clock on a Saturday night and like, what are you doing? 
not much. What's up? You want to roll to Vegas? Because basically they needed a driver. So I would just drive into Vegas and go gamble and then wow. come right back. Oh, do yeah, like which is crazy. Turnaround? Yeah, because the thing is, yeah. is that I don't drink and they like to gamble and all that stuff. Yeah, it was cool. But I mean, I do it all the time now, but I would never do it at night. Like the last, the race that was, what was that, March? For the race, I just drove up in the morning and came back. And for those who are listening, Renee and I are actually in Los Angeles. Kenny is in Charlotte. And from Los Angeles to Las Vegas is 300 miles. So it typically takes me about three hours and 15 minutes to get there. However, I have broken the record twice and got there under three hours, which is, this is, I don't advise anybody to drive like that, but it's early in the morning, it's open highway and yeah. Renee put me onto this thing called Waze. I'm just like, yeah, what man. is Waze talking about? <laughs> oh, Waze is clutch. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. And here's the one thing that I love about Waze as well. Even though it has, even though Waze sometimes can, you know, make you want to pull your hair out too. But the one thing I do love about Waze too is that you can turn the app on. You don't have to. And I mean, even even if you know where you're going, you don't necessarily have to put in the address, but you can just open up the app and just leave it like that. And Waze will still let you know. If uh, there's a there's a cop you're approaching up on a on a police officer, if there's construction, if there's a car pulled over, if there's an accident, it still gives you traffic updates. You don't have to put in an address to actually get those updates. So that that's the one thing I also love about Waze. Yeah, just make sure you got your battery plugged in. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no, that too. Well, you guys, I think that's about it. It's not much to talk about. I don't know when we're going to go back racing. I know that they're working on some plans to return to cup racing for the, I think, what is it, next month, early next month. But at this point, nobody knows because each state has their own different laws because it's left up to the governor of each state to set the restrictions. So, yeah, so at this point, we do not know. But what we do know is that we won't be back next week. So don't count on it. But we will be back week after next with a new episode of All Turns No Breaks. So what say you, Renee? Take us out of here. All right. Well, listen, guys, for all our listeners and even new listeners, if you're out there listening to our podcast for the very first time, we really certainly appreciate it. And we also always appreciate all our old listeners listening to us still. Thank well, they're not much. old. Well, not old. Uh, like <laughs> I age, know. But uh, yeah. But thank you guys for continuing supporting us uh, here at Alterns No Breaks. Till this thing is all over and I feel like we're getting towards the end of this quarantine lockdown. Let's all cross the finish line together and uh, let's move ahead and get back to whatever normal is, was, or will be. Let's do it together, you guys. Let's keep that social distancing into a minimum and a maximum. Let's stay safe. Let's stay positive and let's stay home. If you have to go out, please wear a mask. Please can be considerate, not only to yourself, but to the others around you. Let's get through this together. Thank you guys so much for another episode of All Turns No Breaks for Tam, myself, and my man, Kenny. We'll see you again next time. Before I say bye-bye, I just want you guys to acknowledge that Renee just took us to Six Flags Magic Mountain with his announcement. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I was I like, it. am I getting on a roller coaster? Is he reading us the safety precautions <laughs> or what? Keep, keep your arms and legs in the ride at all times. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, check out the podcast on, well, if you're listening, you already know where to check us out. But we're also on the Twitter, the Facebook, 
And the Instagram, our user is Current Snow Breaks. Bye. Bye-bye. See y'all. Be safe. Hey, y'all heard what she said. We see y'all later. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for tuning in. 